0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to our world at Off The Dome Radio. Thanks for joining us today. So happy to have you. As always, Tim and I start with our weekend recap. We get into what we've been getting into over the weekend. A lot of activity, some good sun, great weather, so you want to be outside And then we dive right in. So we have our weekend recap, some fun conversation. We go through our stock talk. Whoa! And today we don't talk about uh, new companies or positions. Uh, We kind of take a little spin on that. And Tim kind of leads that discussion. So I'll let him uh, spoil that surprise for you. And then we go into our RLEs. Had my first rehab patient last week for Optimal Fitness RX. I have a a nutrition client that I'm about to land as well. So super excited about that. Continuing my real estate learning and actions. uh, Got some new developments on that opportunity as well if you've been following along. So I do touch on that. And I'm moving offices and living spaces uh, on the same day. So a lot of change in my life. And then I end uh, book talk. We're talking Harry Potter. We're getting a little wizardy with it. Tim, where do you guide us on this lovely Tuesday?
1: Yeah, beautiful episode today we got for you in the Stock Talk. um, I got a lot of different questions on social media about what things do I look for in companies before I invest into them. Um, So I discussed it in our Stock Talk today. I give you the four things that I have been relying heavily on. Four characteristics about a company that have allowed me to beat the market by over 14% this year. So, you know, I mean, no, no brag or anything, but uh, I just give you the things that I've looked for and I've got this a lot of from my own research, but um, I give it to you in like four short steps that you can use. Um, for your picks. And then real life experience, um, i give you two things that I've been working on lately to stay a lot more productive, uh, not only in my, in my work uh, for my regular job, but just for the podcast, um, in my writing as well, that's uh, really helped me be more productive. So I explain that. And then in the show by giving you um, a couple of rules of thumb for making the decision um, with the 80-20 principle. I'm kind of analyzing a section of the book, 80-20 principle by John Koch. So you definitely won't want to miss that that section so uh, without further ado i hope you guys have a very successful tuesday kill this week make decisions that your future self are going to really be proud of without further ado episode 144 so you hit a dead body and got a flat tire on the way over here Or something happened to it last night, like a ghost put a spell on my tire or something because mm. it was fine yesterday, and I get in my car to drive to our recording session this morning, and the PSI is all the way down to 16, so...
0: But you got rid of the dead body, nonetheless?
1: Right. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Good. Disposed of it Good, properly. good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Acid? Acid in a, in a bin? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I watched Walt- enough Breaking Walt- Bad. Waltzer,
1: yeah, Walter White shit. Okay. Yeah,
0: yep. yep. You know, you see enough of the cartel, you just know how to do it. That's why... Uh, nate and i my roommate those who don't know we watch enough heist think we could probably pull it off if we ever wanted to
1: mm-hmm.
0: we won't but we've seen money heist we just watched the town um what else did we watch? we had something else oh the italian job we're just getting all the experience and the education from the best yeah like those guys have never gotten caught right well in money heist but they knew how to get out of that yeah. So that's why we watched that
1: one. But a lot of people watch those shows too, so someone might beat you to it. I know. Because they've know. learned it They've learned it too. It's
0: like the National Treasure. How many people do you think went through all those steps and tried <sighs> to find those exact places? That was fun. It was a fun movie. I like those. Nicholas Cage was born to be Benjamin Gates.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was born for those movies. Mm-hmm. He's not a great overall actor. I don't think he's that good. But National Treasure, he was made for
1: those. Yeah.
0: Con Air, ugh. God, worst southern accent I think I've ever heard in a movie was Nicolas Who? Cage. Oh, Nick Cage oh, in Con Air. Connor. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it, you're not missing much. I mean, yeah, you're not missing much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, don't, I don't even know if it's worth your time. Okay. Yeah. A lot of movies
1: out there. Got to make sure you pick the right ones. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean, not that I hate Nick Cage. People hate on Nick Cage, but some of his stuff is just not good. Not good. Yeah. There's one family man where he switches roles. That's a good one too. That's he he ends up uh, seeing what his life would have been like had he not chosen his career path and, and left the woman he loved to go to like England to study finance from like the biggest of Whigs and all mm-hmm. this all these opportunities, and then ends up being just a a roller on Wall Street, driving a Ferrari and stuff, and then meets kind of like this. This guardian angel almost and shows him what his life would have been like he had kids he had dogs you know he was married to that woman he was in a bowling league mm-hmm. but he wasn't like loaded and stuff mm-hmm. so within that dream of seeing that he tries to recreate his own world again wow. interesting movie Gnarly. Which, yeah good good family film
1: mm-hmm.
0: how was the weekend it was good yeah
1: <clears throat> Got
0: watch any good family films over the weekend
1: no. I mean, I watched some YouTube videos Friday night. <laughs> I mean, I don't really watch a lot of Netflix or anything anymore. I'm invested yeah. in it, but <laughs> yeah. Most of my time if I'm spending anything is usually watching something that I can learn something. But
0: been on Ozark. I guess that's nice. something like a Netflix thing I've been on. Yeah. That's a good show though. Yeah. I watch that while I cook and stuff. You do have to pay attention though. Mhm. But
1: yeah. But it was a good weekend though. Played golf with you on Friday morning and yeah. and yeah. Friday night up in Noblesville and then <clears throat> Saturday morning too. Got a workout in. Went to the pool with you yesterday. Got some reading in. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of uh, golf. Yeah, but a productive weekend. Was able to be active, but also get some reading and some projects in as well. And nice. I mean, it's Sunday morning, so we're still not done. There's still Sunday. a lot left to do. Love Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It's so one nice thing about not having a boss anymore. I don't have the Sunday scaries. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. I don't yeah. know. I guess for some people, it'd
1: be scary. Like,
0: oh no, I want somewhere to go. Have mm-hmm. a, I'm going to clock in. I want to make sure I'm, I'm
1: safe and shit. Like, yeah. Teach their own. But if you work for a company that allows you to work wherever you want, you don't yeah. really have Sunday scaries either. That's not bad either. I mean, yeah, you, you got neg- a good day. If you can negotiate it and be productive and work up a situation where you don't have to go to an office every day. I mean, Sundays aren't so bad.
0: Yeah, if I were working, I mean, like, obviously finances I'm working on because I'm building my own shit, but... If I were working for a company and and just could work remote, I'd go everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. I would just go to random places. Oh, maybe I'll go work in San Diego next week and just sit at at a cafe on the beach and work remote. It (laughs) is, but like, I mean, if you got like steady income, you know, you got some Mm -hmm. other side shit going on, like, shit, dude. Yeah. Why not? That's what I would do. And flights are so cheap right now. It's probably a cheaper trip than you think right now. True. Because like, no one wants to really travel.
1: Right, right.
0: Getting an Airbnb or hotel would probably be a little cheaper.
1: Mm hmm
0: I mean, yeah, California is still going to be an expensive trip, but you could go to, like, where's somewhere sweet you could go? I don't know. Cool down in, like, some coastal spot, Carolinas, Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. You can go to Florida for probably pretty cheap well no, you can't do anything in Florida right now, never mind. Florida and California You don't wanna Cal- go there. Florida
1: and California are yeah, probably I think, the last I'd, places I would want to. I picked right the now. <laughs> two worst states to go to. <laughs> Maybe next year. I yeah. was thinking of sites, yeah. You yeah. can go to
0: No, you don't want to go to Portland either. Nope.
1: I want to go to Disney World, watch the NBA. You can go well Somehow somehow watch from watch from the outskirts.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, you still can't go anywhere.
1: I can watch them th- fishing I can watch them hanging out they <laughs> can be a stalker <laughs> you it some, does look fun down there you somehow just,
0: start delivering them their meals yeah
1: How, man how'd you
0: get in here I'm just delivering your meals yeah by the way can I have your autograph you want to go fishing with me
1: tomorrow morning <laughs> just act as if you're like a postmates delivery person and just get the signature on the receipt there you go oh dude wow that would be a finagle mm-hmm there's got to be a lot of people that do that, though. That's also got to right?
0: suck down there. What? Like the bubble?
1: No, sucks. It looks fun, but they can't do anything. Uh, like they talk to each other not... from
0: like opening their doors.
1: No, no, that's the complete opposite. Have you seen any of these videos? They were they had a quarantine for the la- for the first four days. Yeah, that sucked. But then they had this whole campus. That, like I saw videos of them going out on boats and fishing. I saw something oh, I mean, Jr. Smith went live on his Instagram yesterday while he was golfing. Like they have. They have everything they need down there mm. to have a good time.
0: Wonder how they're able to do everything they want to do and not have like COVID restrictions, right?
1: Yeah, but like if as long as they like they do testing every day, like they do mm. COVID tests, and if they're positive, they leave. But like mm. if they're negative, they can do whatever they want. God, that'll drive me nuts. Yeah.
0: Drive Still looks fun though. Nuts. Like yeah, you're
1: only doing it for like two or three months, that's so I mean yeah. it could be worse. For
0: me, I I'd probably enjoy it for a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And then after vacation time I'd be like, all right, I'm kind of just done with it. Yeah, like I want my own bed.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like an AAU turn, like a three month AAU tournament that you can't leave. <laughs> I guess you gotta. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends on the person. Yeah, it's all. Course, it's I all the it's, outlook. I guess it's
0: better when you have money. Yeah, you know, you just you can find something.
1: Yeah, and like they ha- they had to make this happen because like I heard that. Um, their their uh, collective bargaining agreement with the NBA Players Association in the league it's up this year and I heard that if collectively the players didn't end up playing in the bubble and they decided to just forego it uh-huh. the owners would have used that as like a bargaining chip in the CBA to like not extend it so there would have been huge issues I feel mm. like if they didn't have it um, mm. and like there's a lot of money left to be on the table like Victor Oladipo for the Pacers he wasn't gonna play um, because of his hamstring and and Cause he didn't feel comfortable playing, but then when he found out that he was gonna lose out on four million of the rest of his salary for this year, it's like ah, it's starting to feel a little better now. I think I might have to play.
0: See that's shitty. <laughs> that's fucking shitty. Cause how how long was he out of last season?
1: Uh, for like, I mean, I can't remember when he got injured. It was a bad injury, but like, okay, he but came he's... back. He came back and played this year. Like he came back and played this year for a little bit. And then he got down there, and he said it wasn't hurting. But yeah, I just think it's interesting.
0: But four million makes it feel better real quick.
1: Yeah. So like these players, like you got to remember they're human beings too, and they they have to make yeah. money for their families. So I mean, they had to go down there. That's the thing too.
0: So like my other thing is okay, if you're still injured after this long, what's not going well with your rehab?
1: Right. It's definitely a like rehab what's issue. not
0: going correctly with your rehab if you're still unsure about playing after you sat out. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. Yeah. Like, who are you, J.J. Watt?
1: <laughs> like,
0: I love J.J. Watt, but the dude's always hurt.
1: Yeah. But – And, like, those dudes got to – I mean – Are they going to try process. and do a full season too? Uh, So they're going to do – they're going to do, like, three exhibition games, and then I think they're going to play 12 games of regular season, and, and then they're going to go into the playoffs. I guess what they're doing. <laughs> Yeah. 12-game
0: 12, 12 season.
1: Well, I mean, it's a continuation of the current season. I think they're going to end up playing 20 less games than an 82-game season. I think it's going to be 62 oh, games. That's not so, terrible. Yeah. But, like, their thing is, like, they got to get the playoffs in and everything and then restart the next season, too, in December. That's yeah. Their goals have started on December. Now,
0: baseball had an issue with money due to no fans, what about the NBA? Are they having to take some money cuts too because there's no fans? There's no concessions and things like that? Like there's no ticket not, sales?
1: Not that I've heard... Because we won't find out about that until they negotiate the collective bargaining bargain agreement for next mm-hmm. year. But like there wasn't they, there wasn't any cuts that had to happen this year. Yeah. Which I mean is crazy. I,
0: it just makes sense.
1: Yeah. Because I know baseball's going through some shit right now too, right?
0: Yeah, they're super pissed. And it's like, yeah. bro, what, like, what do you want to do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you, you're... Literally, your hands are tied. Yeah. Like, if you you expect to make the same with an empty stadium as you would with a full, why mm-hmm. do we have fans come then if you can make the same without fans? Right. Like, what, you know, so it's just... I don't know.
1: I don't even watch baseball, so I wouldn't even. I can't yeah. speak much. I watch that.
0: when it's uh, postseason. <laughs> yeah, like Cubs and stuff. Yeah. Or If there's a good Cubs game, like cause Cubs...
1: Na, Nas a big Cubs fan. Yeah, so like, yeah.
0: And, he's gonna have it on. And I love the Cubs. And if they're like playing the cards in a regular season series, like I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Just out of yes, pure love for the Cubs, but pure hatred for the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate the Cardinals. Much much more so than the White Sox. Okay. I'd rather watch the White Sox than the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Runs deep, man. Runs super deep. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I don't know how sports are going to play out. Yeah. You, you were saying the other day you don't think we'll have an NFL
1: this season. I don't think we will. I think I'm going to, with my DraftKings stock, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to let it ride through NBA. And then, but I feel like there isn't going to be much growth after that with the stock. Because I don't think we're going to have an NFL season. Yeah. Which sucks for Americans. It just... And why is and that anybody just who because, wa- any, like... Anybody want... who watches football outside the United States, but, like... Just because there's fo- no money to keep football going without fans? Or why do you think they'll just... Virus. I mean, just... If, just if, that. Yeah, if our virus... I mean, yeah, just that. Uh, the virus. Because, like, we can't do it in a bubble with football. You can't. It's not possible. There's too many... There's too many, like, on NBA... You only have 12 to 15 player. Usually mm-hmm. 15 players on each team to mm-hmm. worry about getting the virus. Football you have like 55. Yeah. And you have 30, the full teams and you got to start from the beginning. Yeah, that's fair. So many more complications. Man, so many more. So do you
0: know me. I say we just just live. Just keep living, man.
1: I mean, yeah, that's what we got to do. It's
0: it's so that's all we as
1: individuals can do.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. I saw um this morning actually saw headlines about how coronavirus cases were being skewed to 98 percent instead of Mm 9.8 so they just moved a decimal over and now there was something about a motorcycle crash Mm -hmm. and it was reported as a COVID-19 death yeah like that's what's going on
1: yeah that's I'm I'm not not, saying I'm not sure what that process looks like of
0: yeah I'm (laughs) not saying people didn't die of COVID but like Mm -hmm. bro that's that's not cool right we can't be doing that right it's like if some shit seriously does hit the fan, how, how are people going to believe anything? Mm-hmm. But man, dude, world with no sports. See, now is the perfect time for Ultimate Frisbee to make its uh, ultimate reign of dominance <laughs> within the sporting world. And Cornhole. And Cornhole. Yes, dude, those tournaments are wild to watch. Yeah, those people good. are good. They're so good. My goodness. And
1: they're, they're not throwing it, like Cornhole, Professional Cornhole League, they're not throwing it from like your typical yard game cornhole length. They're throwing from like the deepest. like Yeah, it's like 30 feet. It's like 30 feet. Yeah. Like this is legit. Yeah, and they're, they're like going deep. The dime. It's Hail Mary's. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they'll go up and over when your bag's halfway in the hole and not even touch your bag and they'll hold it. Mm-hmm. I was watching darts too for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And this dude, he had a nine dart win, which hadn't been done in years. I don't know their rules. I know how we play darts. But let's see. He hit... Three triple 20s, and then he hit, what was it? I think 19s, and then another three triple, and then ended the game in nine darts.
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I guess it's like it's something automatic. that's like
0: not been done in years, and just, yeah, nine darts. That was it. And he won the game, or match, whatever you,
1: whatever you call it yeah. over there. That's crazy, like, mine to finger connection. They just they just have like they can just they can dial it in without even thinking about it, I feel like.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of course how many darts have they thrown? Those things look wild too. I would go to a dart like tournament. Yeah. I bet people get
1: I don't know though. Off I feel, I feel their like wagons. There. I feel like darts is re- something you'd rather watch on TV because, like, I feel like when you're there in person, you can't really like see the dart on the board unless they have like screens set up. Oh yeah, they got screens. Okay, I hope they do because, like, if I were like, I'm bo- if i were just of, looking at the actual board from the stands, I feel like it'd be like tough to yeah. like see. But I'm saying in terms of like, just imagine going to one of
0: those, being there, and just like drinking with those fans. Oh, like yeah. you know that's like that's why that's why they're there. Professional <laughs> sports like. Going to an NBA game is fun, for sure. Drinking at those is fun. But, like, a dart tournament? I bet those are mm-hmm. just off the chain.
1: Yeah.
0: I bet they're off the chain. Yeah. And you see a guy, like, land a triple 20 and you just go nuts. Just go nuts. hmm Beer showers for days. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all that to be said, good weekend. Yes. Good weekend. Yeah. Got uh, got some work done. Um, stir. Learning my real estate stuff. I know you've been doing the same. You're reading at the pool. Uh, Working on MLS assistant access. Uh, That's my new, uh, that's this week's thing. Get access to the MLS. Um, I know an agent or two that might be able to hook me up with that. Wait,
1: so assistance access. That means like... Because I know you have to be a real estate agent to have like access to it, but like you can just get free access from a real estate agent.
0: I have to have an agent and his or her broker also sign off on
1: it. Okay, so they do have opportunities like that. So there's anything,
0: do You have to pay anything? It's like a quarterly fee, and there's okay. some liability on their end a little bit. But like, the person knows me, so I'm not going to pull some unethical shit. Mm-hmm. But I'll also incentivize like, hey man, I, you know, I know this is kind of a big favor. Mm-hmm. uh like it's small but it's a big favor from you to me and i would like to definitely do deals with you and i'll tell him like hey i'm not gonna like i want to give you dual commission so i'm not going to come in with the buyer's agent you know i don't need any of that no commissions no fees all that goodness so he can double his commission which makes it more enticing to work with someone like me mm-hmm. so that's nice. how i'll try to spin it and like we have, we have a good relationship too and you know, unless there was some serious concern, I, I don't see me having a problem with okay. the guy I'll reach out to. But good, um, you know, I do want to incentivize because that's like you know he's doing something that is going to help me tremendously. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to help him and be like, hey man, like I want to be a good deal source for you. Yeah, you'll get twice as much commission. I don't have a buyer's agent. You can be my buyer's agent. We'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah, good way to good way to spin it. So definitely just. Dude, I'm just in the weeds right now. Just trying to get in the weeds. Yeah, the other opportunity we talked, um, all fair, but my other real estate opportunity not happening right now. So I'm on my own, which is fine. Um, different motivations. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I'm not going to do less. Um, so now I was already working it before. Yeah, just keep chugging along, dude. Yeah. Would love to land a deal within the next 45 days. And I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. Uh, joined a RIA, uh, Real Estate um, Investors Association. Nice. So that way I can network. Um, they only meet once a month, unfortunately. But
1: Have you looked at that Bigger Pockets forum before?
0: No, I haven't. Um, I
1: think you'd get a lot of
0: value from that. I probably would. I want to get a little more meat on my plate, if you will, in terms of me having more substance to either ask about mm-hmm. or... Uh, or provide, not just like, hey, I'm brand new. Like, what well, can you tell pe- me to help me?
1: There's people on there that are like beginning stages, like all the way up until yeah. It's not like it's like selective or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty low. Low.
0: Is that free? I can't remember. Yeah. Is that free to join? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know because I'm in the Mind Pump Forum. That that was a one-time mm-hmm. fee to join. But again, there's yeah tons of knowledge in
1: there. It's a great place. Like it's. I mean, obviously, you want to see people face to face and like work with people in your own market. But this is like everybody. It's like virtual, there's like different like subcategories of the forum too. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting.
0: And and I'm gonna get on on a research project this week as well because uh, the gig I was trying to land is a sweet gig, dude. Independent contracting, mm-hmm. learning wholesaling. They have such a platform and system and method of doing things that's super effective. And I might try to see if I can find something else like that, similar okay. to that. Whether it's you know. a a company with under 10 employees but doing super well or an individual who is willing to mentor someone and potentially pay just like living stipend really and then kind of teach me wholesaling, flipping and maybe I I find their deals for him or Mm -hmm. her. I think that would be a sweet gig to land too. It's Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is an individual. They've made it. They got a system going. I can learn. They can pay me just to live. And then the rest of the money, like, I eat what I kill. Mm-hmm. And they take some off the top because it's, you know, they're teaching. So yeah. I might try to find that. I know some people to, to reach out to to see if they know anyone where that could be a situation. Yeah. Or at least just to refer me. So You
1: should, you you know. should look at Fisher Homes as well. That should be one Yeah, you, you, you should, mentioned that. Okay. Because yeah, one of my friends who I went to school with, he's doing his own thing now with flipping houses. And he's running his own thing, but he's he belongs to a group. But like how he first learned real estate and the company that he kind of umbrellaed for was Fisher Homes. And okay. they kind of gave him the tools and okay. then he eventually broke off. But
0: Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But uh, so thanks for the recommendation.
1: Awesome stuff, man. Um, it sounds like you're like...
0: Yeah, I, I have, you know, you don't get paid to sulk. So, mm-hmm. you know, now it's... Forget it, forget it. Like, you know, yeah. it, you you see these people who make it big, right? Like they created something or they just did it on their own.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah, CEOs of you can climb a corporate ladder and, and make a lot of money for sure. Um, and respect to if, if you like that game, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think real estate is just gonna be the most fruitful thing I can get myself into right now. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you're you're all in on it too. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Mm-hmm. You can make so many, so much money, so many different ways with real estate yeah it's it's almost sickening how many ways you can make money yeah but uh yeah man other than that loving the crossfit life good loving it it's it's hard it it kicks my ass and it makes me earn it that's why it just it's hard dude like you're not sitting on your phone for a couple minutes between sets you're not talking to your neighbors for a couple minutes like you're on a time Mm -hmm. it's time to go
1: yeah i love
0: it yeah so, yeah, good weekends. Good weekends all around. Mm-hmm. Sat by the pool with you, yeah? Yep. Yep, yep. Haven't sat by the pool for a while. That was nice.
1: Yeah, very relaxed. Soak
0: in some of that vitamin D. Vitamin D. Um, how's how's the investment game going? Good. Let's get a little stock talk rolling here.
1: It's going well. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's always a good week to, uh, to invest, no matter what the market's doing. I feel like you should always, always be at least looking for opportunities and, I mean, today I don't want to talk about any companies that I put money into because I, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to invest in Alphabet, Google next week. But I won't. Okay. I won't I'll update you that on next time. No but
0: other, no other like new ones. I know no, last week you had a couple. No. Okay.
1: Uh, but I did get a question on my Instagram. Someone messaged me and they asked me like, what what things do I look for in the companies that I invest for? So I figure, hey, why not address? A, I obviously go. addressed it there, but I want to address it here too. Next wow. time, be
0: like, oh, I'll address this on next week's episode. Tune into the podcast.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Rope yeah. them in. Rope don't them in. Be that mean, don't give them an answer. <laughs> yeah. But, and the, what I first said, I was like, oh my gosh, loaded, loaded question. I could, there's yeah. a, like, because there, there's many different things. Like, there's sure. a bunch of different things. But I was able to kind of think about this this morning and kind of narrow down four things that I've at least used, like, in my picks. And the first thing is, I look at companies that have consecutive years of dividends. So, there's two parts of making income off a stock. There's obviously the appreciation of a stock, the price of it going up over time. Like it's 50 last year, it's 70 this year, you made $20 of profit on each stock you own. So you can, you can make profit there, but you also think about monthly dividends or quarterly dividends, ca- cash flow. So this is when a company, obviously they're doing well, they they pay their, their stockholders for investing into their business. So that that's, and companies that consistently do this because like dividends aren't always guaranteed. like the, the company doesn't have the obligation to give you a dividend. Like mm. Companies cut dividends. Company, sometimes there isn't a dividend. But companies that I look for for investing have consecutive years of dividends. There's actually a list um, called the dividend aristocrats. And these mm. are companies that have paid dividends for at least... 25 consecutive years. Wow. Uh, so companies like Coca-Cola are on it. Cintas, even though I don't like them, they have the uh, cash. Yeah, like they these are the companies cash. that are like very healthy financially, where they can pay people on a consistent basis. Yeah. And if you own these stocks, like regardless if the stock has gone down or up over the last year or last five years, you have that consistent cash flow every time that you're getting from them. That's that's a huge thing. Like ju- much like like rental property, real estate investing. You're getting monthly cash flow from someone like that's an attractive thing like you have your house that appreciates or depreciates but like you're getting the monthly cash flow so that's one thing i look at the other thing i look at is the historical chart i like to look at companies that are not volatile mm-hmm. but have like a consistent graph like the, the stock will go down it'll go up but like if you look at the chart for the last five years i like looking at companies that have a nice aesthetic like left to right up chart i mean there's going to be companies that in the last five years like. The chart doesn't look good, it's gonna go back up, but I mean, if you're someone who's- January
0: of 2020. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you're like someone who's like a beginner investor and like kind of looking for lower risk investments, look at companies that have a consistent graph that go up. So, and then the other thing I look at is, I like to compare companies against their competitors. So, one thing I look at is, is the sales growth of this company better than its competitors. So looking at what they did in sales for the last five years, like I've, you can get all this on Yahoo Finance. So you just go to Yahoo fin- Finance, you can pull up the stock that you wanna look at and they give you everything that you need to know about the stock. So one thing I look at is the sales growth. What percentage has sales grown the last five years compared to who they're competing against? If they're doing better than their competitors, it's obviously mm. a smart company to invest in. So that's the other thing I look at and then Lastly, the financial health of a company. So this is one thing that I have used to pick a lot of stocks this year because life isn't always going to be perfect. Like there's going to be pandemics that come up. There's going to be, sometimes the market will be bad like as a whole, but you want companies that are built to survive tough economic conditions. So like, here's what I look at for this. I look at does the cash that they have on their balance sheet, cover their operating expenses on their income statement so yeah cash is huge so what this means is like i've explained this on the podcast before but when sales aren't coming in consistently because the market isn't good a company that has the cash to pay off their operating expenses and still remain like financially healthy those are the companies that are going to rebound the quickest when the market actually does rebound because the sale the sales will be able to add to their their growth and their value Mm -hmm. of their company so uh looking at go, go to Yahoo Finance, go to financial statements and go to balance sheet and then look at the amount of cash that they have for the quarter and then write the number down and then go to the income statement and look at the operating expenses of that company. If the cash is greater than the operating expenses, it's a very healthy company to invest in. Mm. So, And look at that from the quarterly point of view. So quarterly balance sheet, quarterly income statement. So just to recap, companies that have consecutive years of dividends Companies that have sales growth better than its competitors. Companies that have a healthy historical chart that's consistent growth, not volatile. And then financial health. Does the company have enough cash on its balance sheet to cover operating expenses? Those are the four things that I've looked at the most to buy my stocks. And I like the
0: dividends aspect because it gets overlooked, I think. And I'm guilty of it, too. Like, you kind of forget that that's a thing or can be a thing. Right. And obviously, the more shares you own, the better. Mm Um. Like for me, my positions right now, I don't have much weight, so my dividend might be like a few cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but yeah, if you can buy a lot of contracts at a time and, and carry some weight in the in their shareholding, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you can make some good coin doing that. Um, and yeah, I'm glad you hit cash because cash is just huge. Mm-hmm. Cash is king. Yeah, always, always has been, always will be. And yeah, if, if you can't pay cash or if you're just keep floating on debt, I mean, who knows how, how some companies have done with forgiveness and stuff because there were small business loans for the pandemic. But yeah, man, looking at, and that's, that's the nice thing about learning some finance in, in school is you can look at an in, income statement or balance sheet and just be like, okay, makes kind of sense. There's mm-hmm. a lot of probably other lines that they just add on their own mm-hmm. based on their company, but it's like, do they have cash or not? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So I, uh, I've also been looking at tech, what tech are companies using mm-hmm. and future trends too. Um, as you've brought up, like a lot of cloud-based platforms and softwares, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. So if company company is using that, does the company who owns the platform, do? are they IPO'd? Like, so How? what kind of positions can you get into? Like say Fastly just hypothetically worked for Apple. Mm-hmm. Fastly is going to go up a lot. Or yeah. Amazon. Same, same yeah. type of, of deal. But and I mentioned to you the other day, I've been buying more Virgin Galactic because – one, a tr- space travel is a trend. It's a future trend. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep working towards it. Elon Musk is is he's already sending stuff into space, so I don't think Richard Branson is that far behind. Like he's definitely behind because Elon Musk is a freak, mm-hmm. but Richard Branson knows how to make money. He's got a successful company. Yes, that is in a lot of different avenues, um, and he does have an airline, right? Doesn't he have mm-hmm. Virgin? Yeah, mm-hmm. has an airline, so he's like halfway to space. Yeah. And now I'm kind of just betting on the man. He's gonna make money. He's gonna to get to space. Mm-hmm. I don't know timeline. I would hope in the next few years. But until then, I'm just gonna keep buying more and buying more and hopefully get a pretty heavy position when the time matters the most.
1: Mm-hmm. How much is how old is Richard Branson? let up. I think he's like seventy. Seventy. Okay, that's not bad. I don't I know. I thought he was older. I'm that.
0: kind of talking out my ass. Double check.
1: That's actually. Exactly right. Is he he's 70? 70, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I thought he was older.
0: I swear I had sense. no clue. Okay. I knew he was like up there, mm-hmm. but not like super, super old. Right. But I was like, 65? I feel yeah. like he's older than 65. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think those guys are the ones that will live the longest because they got their work working their minds all the time. Right, and they're, right. they're moving a lot. They're traveling. They're still doing activities and stuff. Yeah. They're not just like retired and not doing much. Right. So yeah, I'm betting on Richard Branson, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That knighted some bitch.
1: I am too. I mean, I think it's it's an int- i I invested in it just the interest of the company and where we're headed. Yes. For sure. Yeah. You, follow, yeah. The, you follow their Instagram? I don't follow they, their Instagram a cool Instagram account. They mm. keep you up to date on what they're doing. And, yeah, mm. it's interesting. Okay. I might have to do that. It's a cool account for investors to follow. Yeah. You I might have, have to start
0: doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not getting any new positions. I'm just using my budget money for positions I'm already in, increased mm-hmm. stock in those. Uh, yeah, that and Penn. Um, again, we, with the football thing, Penn might not go up as much. Mm-hmm. I think it'll still spike because when barstool announces that it's partnership with them yeah but that's one i'll hold sports will be around next year
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i'm just saying when i say the like you were talking with your draft i think it's just going to be flat i don't think there's going to be like the growth that people were expecting it to see which could end up making it go down because of the outlook right overall i think it's i mean sports are always going to be around so
0: yeah for sure for sure but yeah in terms of those stocks who knows what that'll do but yeah uh so, to kind of add on your, your topic of, of what you look for, um, which I liked your list, uh, you know, competition, balance sheets, uh, dividends, charting, financial health, and, and, and cash flow. But, yeah, future trends. Like, what's our trend right now? Mm-hmm. Th- that's big yeah. to, to follow. And, Stay up to date in the news. Yeah, and who's doing that? Like, we talked, what, probably close to a year ago where FedEx was doing delivery robots. Mm-hmm. And we just talked um, either last episode or the episode before about something very similar, other people doing delivery cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, who's going to be the first in that? That would be a smart buy too because in the next six months that might jump. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, also playing the man.
1: You yeah. know,
0: who, who who knows how to make money? Like Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos, good guy to bet on. Yeah. yeah, Elon Musk, good guy to bet on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Mark Cuban came out with some new company that IPO'd, I'd buy in on that for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how uh, that's how I'm kind of looking at it lately, and just trying to see where my money will do the have the most bang for my buck mm-hmm. in terms of positions. All right, dude, let's get some real life experiences. Yes, sir. You want to lead off? Real life. We should just start our own reality TV show, <clears throat> Real Life of Tim and Slags. Real world.
1: I mean, we're going to when we get the YouTube. Real
0: world. Yeah, dude. A bitch GoPro. It's
1: okay. Don't got to spend time talking about it. Yeah.
0: Is, is our last <clears throat> podcast on your computer, by the way, when you were messing with it? No, did it's it, not. It didn't upload? Mm-mm. Okay. I want to make sure before I deleted it because that's how I save space.
1: Okay.
0: Um, real life. What's going on in real life? Is legs. Oh, last week had my first um, rehab patient for Optimal Fitness RX. How'd Whoa, it what? Go? It was good, like riding a bike. It was my first time kind of getting in outside of treating Dr. Owens, but that's a little different first time with a new patient first time doing a new patient screen and getting back in the flow of things but felt good it, it was it was nice to it's fun to teach someone something new that I know is going to help their overall health mm-hmm. and so. I told her, I was like, hey, we're just gonna talk a little bit about what's been going on. I talked to Doc. uh, So he gave me uh, the diagnosis as well. So I have that to go off of. But just wanna chat with you a little bit and get some history. Then we did our movement screen. And then I took her through some breath work um, for diaphragmatic breathing, core stability and strength, and then gave her an exercise for her specific issue. And we'll meet again this, uh, this coming Thursday good so yeah it's uh then I followed up with my nutrition uh guy waiting to hear back from him um but I I think he's you know family man working a lot so uh and he works nights too so I think he sleeps during the days but yeah getting that up and running we talked about the real estate earlier got a plan for that and then I move both the office, and where I live, August 1st. So a lot of... A lot of change. A lot of things happening, man. And and this is where I got to be careful because in the past, I've always underestimated the power of lifestyle changes. And sometimes it hits me really hard in ways I don't know. And it's kind of that sneaky attack. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be very wary about the changes and how it's affecting even my day-to-day conversations. Like, am I agitated today? Am I irritable? Like... If someone looks at me wrong, am I going to fucking lose it? And, and, you know, because that that is what has happened in the past. Like whether I left college, we've talked about that relocation depression too, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of adjusting all at one time. So pockets of peace. Yeah. And, and making sure I am being as self-aware as I can of like, oh, okay. It's messing with me today. Tell people if I'm going to be around someone like, hey, just kind of off a little bit. And move along, Mm -hmm. but yeah, a lot of good changes, I think. I hope. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta I gotta be careful of that because I know that is a thing too. Yeah. But yeah, it's we'll see. It'll work or it
1: won't. Right. Yeah. And like this could be the change needed, Change up the environment because your environment's about to change like totally. A lot. So like the next this next year is gonna tell you a lot about. the quality of the decision. I think the quality of the decision is good mm-hmm. at face value. At yeah. Least. I think it's good. I, yeah. I'm we'll, sure you agree.
0: We'll see a couple months down the road. Mm-hmm. Real world of Tim.
1: That's right. Uh, so I'm always trying to, to change up things to see how I can be more productive. And there's a couple of things that I've been doing lately and that I'm going to continue to work on to stay more productive uh, with work. And one of the things that I've been doing uh, lately is uh, after closing my office door, I... We'll organize at least one thing in hmm. my room to make it more um, organized because this is how i look at it like i myself i don't know about other people you're so le- much less likely to just like at one day be like i'm gonna organize my office today like it's 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 a lot tougher to do that than just organizing one thing each day mm-hmm. or multiple times each each day like i said after i close my door I organize at least one thing whether it's picking up a piece of trash um straightening something dusting something off like it's so much i i promise you if you're someone that has a cluttered office and you don't want it to be cluttered anymore just like the habit thing it's so tough to like build a new habit by just doing it all in one day like you got to do like five or ten minutes of it each day Mm -hmm. but with this thing it's only one small thing that takes a couple minutes so that's one thing i've been doing productive the other thing i want to cover is um oh with email answering so whether it's with my gmail or my work email I found that like it's so much tough for me to get work done when I leave the email open all the time because like I'll get like email notifications and I'll be working on something and even though like I could put that email off just seeing it pop up makes me want to just like address it mm-hmm. and it has lowered my product productivity like crazy yeah. so what I've been doing lately is I've been dedicating like just like 30 minutes to like an hour of just going through emails organizing them and like answering them and then when i'm done i close out the the window completely so that i don't gotta see the notifications that's actually had a huge impact so that's that's smart
0: yeah i remember in college there was a guy who told us you know when you're studying like you're actually working on some stuff you know flip your phone upside down or whatever Mm -hmm. because if you're in something and then you get even that distraction of your screen lighting up and, and you look away at the phone and then you try to get back to it. It's going to take you at least five to ten minutes to get back to the le- level of concentration that you were at mm-hmm. prior to looking away.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like – Yeah,
0: it's key. You, you, you just won't retain as much if, if you – like you got squirrel brain going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's smart. It's smart. I found I, I have to close certain things out too otherwise I'll yeah.
1: just – So much distraction. Yeah.
0: Like, God. Love the internet. Yeah. Hate the internet. (laughs) All at the same time. Love phones. Hate phones.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, No, that's good though. Because, I mean, we're always trying to be, get a little more done, do a little more. But if you can, and we've talked about efficiency versus, excuse me, uh, effectiveness. And it's like, if you can cut down, if you can shave off 20 minutes, Of your, your workday, but you're more productive with those because you closed the browser. Mm -hmm. So that twenty extra minutes, like, you got more done, but you're still done on time or a little ahead of time. It's huge, Mm -hmm. and you changed one thing. Yeah, and it takes one extra click. Right. So,
1: small baby steps.
0: Yeah, you got to do saving time. Click away. Book talk. Book talk. Down and it is time. Down and nerdy with it. Down and nerdy? Down and nerdy. Tim, take me to the land down under.
1: Yeah, one of my friends, Jason, uh, messaged me like uh, this past week before, and he said that he was ordering the 8020 principle by Richard Koch. Ooh, nice. So it reminded Good pick up, me. Pickup Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminded me to Nice. T- <laughs> That's a great book. I'm too young to read that book. Okay. Uh so Did they say hell in it. <laughs> Uh, 80/20 principle, uh, decision making rules with 80/20 principle. So there's a couple things. Um, decision making can be tough sometimes. Like I've, I mean, I've gone through points in my life where I've just had a tough time making decisions. But um, there's a couple things you can remember to apply the 80/20, 80/20 principle to making better decisions. So just a quick refresh for people who don't know what 80/20 principle is. It's where, um, like. 80% of like the positive things or like 80% of your results, 80% of your happiness comes from 20% of the causes. So like, if that makes sense. Yeah, like so 80, 80% of, the, of like your productivity comes from 20% of your actions. Yeah. So just d- working smarter is yeah. what it is. Like
0: the, the profit, like 80% of your money comes from 20% of your clients.
1: Right, right. So yeah. So pretty much getting the most out of your inputs and the most out of your actions. So when it comes to decision making, Um, one of the things they said is many of the decisions that we make on a daily basis aren't not very important. Like we, we, we spend a lot of our mental energy, like deciding where to eat or what, what type of furniture we should put in our house or what, like just small daily decisions that they say, it's just important to have the outlook on it that you only need to spend a certain amount of time making some of these decisions or mm-hmm. a lot of your mental energy like don't get hung up over a decision that is not going to impact you 5 years from now right. or years from now but like your decision on whether or not to invest some knowledge into a real estate book or not that's a much more important decision right because mm-hmm. that's if that's something you really want to do 5 years from now making that decision today is a lot more important. So just being able to filter which decisions are important or not, the ones that are going to affect you years from now. Mm-hmm. So i just keep that in mind there. And then the other thing they, that stuck out to me here is ask the right questions rather than a- asking the wrong questions. Or oh, Sorry, let me phrase that again. Ask the right questions rather than getting the right answers to the wrong questions. So what they're saying mm-hmm. is like, you could you could be subconsciously feeling good about yourself because you're you're you always have the right answer but like it's always important to challenge yourself with the challenging questions the right questions like um, like a question you can ask is like what can i do today that myself one year from now is going to thank me for today mm. instead of oh like what do i need to get done today yeah. which is a better question there got it so like Got it. Yeah. So reframe your question and the way you attack your day. Yeah. Uh, totally different from so long term long term thinking versus short term thinking. Mm. So those are the two things that stuck out to me there.
0: Yeah, and that's that's kind of like you know getting to the thing behind the thing. Don't ask the surface level of right. Oh, I just need to go to the store today. Yeah. No. What do you really need to do today? Yeah. Like, you know, get a few hours of studying of this topic or that topic. So. In three years, you can be sipping Mai Tais on a beach while you're making money, right? So it's, yeah, I I like that aspect of changing the question and making sure that you don't make peace with yourself comfortably to just call it a day. Mm -hmm. Um, We were talking the other day and I had said lately, I've been thinking of, okay, if I were picking teams, would I pick me on my team right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and some days it's yes some days it's it's no right some days it's like man dude today i would not want you on my team last one on the playground cuz you <laughs> suck and it's like you know not that i tell myself that all the time some some days it's like man i sucked it up today but that's that's i think such a powerful question too because it's like man it's got to be honest with myself am i that good do i think mm-hmm. i'm that good where i would want me on my team because i've you know like tim i want you on my team Mm -hmm. but then it's like do i want me on my team some days right it's like gotta gotta make the cut self-audit always got to make the cut. 100 percent yeah because like you know it's nice to have support systems that keep you accountable and and hold you too but at the end of the day too it's like you got to keep it moving Mm -hmm. like you're the one stoking the fire still so
1: yeah i like that
0: yeah thank you yeah dude um yeah, that's been been on my mind lately cuz I'm like, man, I feel like I'm not moving forward. I feel mm. like I'm just stagnant. I'm trying to do a lot of things, but I feel still. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, just put push the train forward, man. Caboose. Be the good caboose. That's right. Y'all want to talk some Harry Potter?
1: Yes, I was glad yes. that you brought this okay, up. Yes.
0: Okay, so and so there was uh Harry Potter's been on the TV this this weekend. So I'd put it on the in the background while I'm doing some some small odds and ends maybe emails or making posts whatever and it kind of just hit me about uh there there were two big things that I realized that were great about Harry Potter but through every book every movie how many obstacles does this man face like you know an arm goes flimsy he swallows a snitch he he's chased by giant killer spiders you know there's a basilisk and then he gets stabbed in the arm by by the the tooth like but the dude never quit the -hmm. dude never stops right like he was always moving forward saving somebody or something from something terrible and it's like the the dude had everything stacked against him every odd against him he had no parents um so he had like no direction um then he's at this this school of, of wizardry, doesn't know top from bottom, and it's like mm-hmm. this giant. He's an actual giant, comes knocking on his house and flies him away in, in some sidecar. So it's like the where do you start? What do you do? And he just he just started. And his biggest thing was uh he had, like I said, never quit, every odd against him, and like welcome to entrepreneurship.
1: He always had his back against the wall.
0: Yeah. Exactly that. Because – and I think that is such a, uh, a blessing of a place to be in, in certain aspects because, like, you're going to sink or swim. You have to do something or you do nothing and you're just done. Yeah. And so the second was he did have a – he surrounded himself with good people that became a very good support system. And it started before his first meal at Hogwarts – when he said no to Draco Malfoy, when Draco Malfoy wanted to, he extended his hand to shake and uh, be in alliance with Harry. He's like, "I think I can figure out my own friends for myself." Thanks. I... And and it's just like even from that point, you know. So yeah, I was watching Harry Potter. I was like, man, this dude should have quit like six books and movies ago, man. Mm-hmm. Like when the dude takes off his wrap and there's another bing on the back of his head, and that's Voldemort, like sucking the life on another just host like bro i would have been out then Be like you know what i'm done i'm done my buddy got stabbed right in the chest piece and i don't know why he got on the chest piece he didn't need to do that and now you got a head in the back of your head but i was like dude harry potter like what else is to this harry potter and those two things never quit and he created a good support system Mm -hmm. surround but surrounded by good people just kept moving forward
1: yeah and that's what you gotta like if you're doing any, like, big venture you're going into, like him going to wizard school and you, mm-hmm. you don't know a lot, like, you need that team of people around you that can push you through on certain times and give you the guidance you need. So, you mm-hmm. knew what to do.
0: Don't get the Draco Malfoy's kids. <laughs> Bad news. Tim, anything else for the beautiful people listening to today's episode? Um, uh, Nah, just go kill it this week. Yeah. Go but, uh,
1: go, make decisions that your future self, like, years down the road will thank you for.
0: What's um... Yeah, more than the grocery stores. Those are important. What <laughs> kind of Tuesday should people have today, Tim? Hmm.
1: A time time managed Tuesday. Timely Ooh. Tuesday. Timely Man- Tuesday. <laughs> <Manage> <laughs> <your> <laughs> we time. got there. Manage your time well. Manage time I Tuesday. S- I spun that. Manage time cr- Tuesday. Crazy different ways. Okay. All right. So, you're prioritizing
0: today, Tuesday. You're setting goals, even if it's like a list of two things, make the list. Be timely. Be efficient. Don't need to stay up too late. All right. Everyone, as always, thank you for hanging with us. Please head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five star rating and review. Then DM us on Instagram at Off The Dome Radio. We will send you a free laptop sticker on us. We appreciate that. Uh, your continued support helps with our momentum and visibility on iTunes as well. We are also on Spotify. If you need to use Spotify as well, search Off The Dome Radio. Radio. Have a great, timely Tuesday, and we'll talk to you next time.